Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. I hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back because there are a few ridiculous things that are going on all over the world once again. Uh, that, you know, and especially in Pakistan, obviously, I mean, you know, where else? Um, that I have to comment on before I, you know, go ballistic while just thinking about it over and over again. Or, you know, just at the end, forgetting all about it due to enforced dementia. Um, you know, first of all... Um, the is uh, israel palestine war uh which i know the western world likes to call a conflict um you know but it's actually a war uh and it's a war that was instigated and financed by the western world by the nato allies and uh, <laughs> funny enough you know the uh, now the airports are closed down um, and the Israeli army has suffered a huge, huge loss and defeat and damage at the moment, um, which is, you know, as I said before, kudos, kudos to the Palestinians for looking for a way and striking. Okay. And on the other hand, we have um, Pakistani cricket team, um, you know, being threatened. And remember, remember when the Indians sent their agents to attack the Sri Lankan team in Pakistan when Pakistan was supposed to host the EU, the World Cup at that time. Um, the Western world, um, you know, worked as a team with India to force Pakistan to no longer host the World Cup. And they declared Pakistan unsafe, if you remember. And then, you know, very conveniently, India got to host um, the match later on and earned billions obviously in revenue um that huge loss um that was deliberately uh, meted out towards pakistan by america britain australia india you know um that collective efforts by them um you know the reason why one would find it highly ridiculous and hypocritical is after that in south africa if you remember there were threats um, before when South Africa was supposed to host the Olympics, but suddenly all the politicians from all these same Western world um, countries, they suddenly decided to hold hands in, a, in the most cartoonish fashion, most ridiculous fashion ever and say, oh, we stand together, oh, we stand together. Um, we will not let South Africa um, suffer uh, because of that. You know, the Olympics will go on, you know. And again, again, we have it right now in India. Um, Pakistani team is being threatened and somehow nobody is talking about how Pakistani team needs to withdraw and how the matches should no longer be hosted in India and that they should be hosted in a safe neutral country like Dubai like how they did with us in Pakistan and they have been doing since then for a very long time um, so here's a sheer um, geopolitics you know that I talk about that the countries that are always involved and these geopolitical uh, situations, these geopolitical hypocrisies, usually and almost always um, generated by America um, and England and their allies. And by allies, I don't mean those who think of themselves as allies, you know. No, no, I'm talking about their actual allies, their actual, um, you know, uh, partners in crime, their NATO allies, 
Um, so, I mean, highly ridiculous. I think Pakistani team should have no no question whatsoever. There should be no debate whatsoever and it should come back. You know, Pakistani team itself should declare India unsafe and it should come back. But, I mean, you see, this is the ridiculous of the situation. People may think that Pakistanis are, you know, very, very kind, generous and wise. I think this is sheer stupidity. Okay. And I think it goes against all um, alleged patriotism that Pakistanis always seem to allege to have. I've never seen any Pakistani being a true patriot for ex- because this is a very good example of that. If they were if they were really, really, um, you know, uh, patriotic, they would say, you know what, screw it, we're not staying in India, India is not safe, you know, and they would leave. Um, but at the moment, people are actually, um, you know, uh, voicing this thought, I'm sure. Um, I think many people have raised their concerns and they have asked that Pakistani team should be brought back, um, you know, in the face of these threats. But here we go. I don't see anybody else saying that. I don't see anybody else, um, you know, uh, because again, we have traitors in the government. We have people who have worked with India to undermine Pakistan in the government right now. So what do you expect, you know? Um, on the other hand, we've got this highly ridiculous situation of Maryam Nawaz just not letting up. I mean, she's had one failed jalsa after the other, you know. And um, I've just about had it with all the wastage. Obviously, you know, this is a very old Punjabi saying that we have that when a poor girl from, a, from uh, an extremely poor family, when she marries into a very rich family, then all she does is waste. Because, you know, um, she's never seen these things in her life before. She's never seen money in her life before. So now, you know, she just starts throwing money all over the place. And she doesn't have any sense of, you know, uh, what is crap and what is worth spending money on. And so, you know, she just starts spending money like water. And that is exactly what, you know, uh, Zardarian family and Sharif and family have always been doing. And Maryam Nawaz is a classic example. All the plastic surgeries that she's ever had, um, can you believe it? State money. Yes. It's all state money. It's all our money. She's used our tax money to get all her plastic surgeries. Um, she's used state resources for all the jalsas that she's ever had. Um, or not just her. I mean, obviously, she's learned this from her father, right? Kids, you know, they learn it from their fathers um you know so like how bilawal learned from zardari to use our treasury to use the money from our treasury um you know to get anything he wanted when he was living in the uk um he couldn't be bothered to study but he was living lavishly and he kept asking the then prime minister gilani to send him money you know for all his wants and his needs. And where do you think Gilani sent that money from? The treasury. And same as with Maryam, the cars that she booked, which was illegal, um, the, you know, the um, gifts that were given that, that she and her family just sold. Um, how is it that nobody's talking about those gifts that were sold, you know? Those gifts that belonged to the state or should have been auctioned, they were sold, not auctioned. They were sold at high prices and, you know, or they were used personally in such a way where, you know, they were given to other people where it was illegal, other people within the family. And now she's once again, uh, as we know, she has had 
one public gathering after the other. Uh, by the way, a public gathering is what we are calling a jalsa in Urdu. So she's had one public gathering after the other, and each of them have been colossal fails. Okay, um, she's been addressing empty seats. Okay, she has always chosen the smallest and the tiniest of streets and angled the cameras in such a way and never allowed drones so that, you know, it should look as if, uh, you know, it's packed. Um, but they're literally just a few hundred at most. And in the last two jalsas, she didn't even have a few hundred, I'm sorry to say. They were literally tens and twenties in number and they were their own people, you know, their own immediately involved people, you can say those who were probably involved in the preparation of the of the gathering and all and yet and yet once again she's using state resources to do yet another public gathering right near where i live by the way in lahore right where um right next to where i live and once again she has taken a ground and this time obviously she she's thought that you know if she changes the seating arrangement then later on you know if it becomes another failure she can just call it a corner meeting um you don't do corner meetings in open plots and by plots i mean lots yeah in america you call them lots here we call them plots these are empty grounds so yeah it's it's weird you know she's actually now she's basically um set the chairs up like we do in a wedding you know um, or in a small social gathering which we do in a small intimate uh party for example we have round tables and you have chairs around them so you know so that later on as i said she could declare it a corner meeting when it comes out to be a colossal failure um and and again, as I said, state resources are being used. State money was used. Um, our money, our tax, which they've been doubling and tripling and quadrupling these past few days, that's all being used in that. Um, state cars have been used, um, you know, to move stuff. Um, the flags that they have put all around the chairs and the tables and you know they filled the whole ground with flags because they know nobody's going to come who's going to hold the flags so they filled the, the ground with flags in such a way so that at night you know because that's one of the reasons they're doing the, the gathering at night is they think that they can hide the truth you know and they can you know use um, trickery or graphics you know, or camera play or anglings in such a way um, that, you know, that uh, they'll turn on all the lights really high and bright and you will see flags everywhere and you'll think, oh, there are people, there are people everywhere, you know, everybody's seated, there's so many people, but it's all empty seats, remember that, it's all empty seats with flags. And uh, for the catering, again, she has used state resources um, to bring in the caterers, to bring the food, everything, every single thing, state resources. Even the water was brought in by the Lahore Waste Management tankers. Um, and, you know, they were in the most stupid, ridiculous way. They were trying to hide their license plates, you know, by covering them with sacks and cloths, pieces of cloths and stuff. It's ridiculous. And you could obviously see that it was, you know, uh, a Punjab government owned uh, vehicle, um, you know, similarly, a tractor, a Punjab government owned tractor was also used to bring in um, stuff, you know, the furniture was brought in again using state uh, vehicles, state owned vehicles, government vehicles. Um, so, you know, again, wasting our money, you know, wasting our money just to you know do her uh her two-bit gathering you know and uh, 
once again it's going to be a failure i can tell you right now because um you know there's a lot of movement on the roads um people are the traffic is not disturbed and because and they are not even now trying to disturb the traffic because they know how pissed off people are so they're actually very secretly preparing for this gathering they're going through you know back roads and stuff like that imagine imagine that that's how scared they are they know it's going to be a colossal failure so these are all the ridiculous things that are going on both in and out of pakistan at the moment um you know and nawaz sharif is as usual talking bs about how he's going to fix the economy and you know hello you were the ones that ruined the economy and when imran khan was fixing your shit um you came back and in the past 16 months you blew everything back away and now you're saying that you want to start from where you stopped seriously like how much more further down do you need to go how much more do you need to destroy our economy you're saying you want to start over from where you stopped look at where we have stopped look at where your brother the ex prime minister shabash sharif look at where he just stopped look at the dollar rate although the dollar rate is actually not as high it is actually controlled but they're not letting it be controlled for us you know it is if you look at it if, if you look at its actual value compared to the value they're forcing upon us it's different right we're made to suffer they're constantly increasing the the taxes they're increasing the bills they're increasing and they decree and you know amariam obviously is now throwing her tantrums on the people by you know shutting off their electricity and their gas and water supply because she had a failed public gathering in shadara i mean seriously like bitch what's wrong with you you know i mean they're actually living under the delusion that you know they will soon own this country you know they'll become royalty what they don't understand is as something i've repeated time and again is that these are just hunting dogs america or britain will never allow them to rule this country america and britain are using them so that america and britain can take over this country once again just like how they've tried unsuccessfully to take over afghanistan and now and like how they have tried unsuccessfully um to you know take over kashmir because india is right now preparing kashmir to be the you know um the base for america so that you know it can sit there and start waging war against china i mean look at how ridiculous and ludicrous america is you can see how stupid a country is by the way its government acts and you can see how treacherous a country is by the way its government acts america is both of these and so is pakistan so is pakistan because if we didn't have a treacherous government or a treacherous army or establishment if if we didn't have such stupid people um then we wouldn't be in the position we are today so you know stupid is as stupid comes So yeah the funny thing here though is you can see um how hard Imran Khan worked at his time um to pull together the OIC you know the OIC was beginning to be a joke before that and the fact that you know when Imran Khan was prime minister the way he 
pulled the OIC back together and he's like, you know, get your shit together, people. You know, I'm glad to see that even though Imran Khan is no longer the president of Pakistan, but the the efforts that he has made, um, they are still, um, you know, in effect today, you know. Um, the fact that Saudia and the OIC have, you know, slammed Israel, you know, instead of, you know, being, um, you know, silent like they used to do before, instead of betraying Palestine like they've been doing for, you know, a number of years in silence, um, you know, that is a good sign, um, you know, um, <laughs> and obviously Nawaz Sharif is probably shitting his, in his pants because, you know, um, first of all, uh, Nawaz Sharif and uh, his whole government, their, one of their main agendas is that they should force Pakistan um, or steer Pakistan towards um, accepting Israel, um, which is, again, one of the reasons why America had to remove Imran Khan because Imran Khan's stance uh, was, you know, a pro-Palestine and um, Nawaz Sharif has left London and obviously as we know again um, he will be touring uh, through or should I say traveling through um, Saudia and then from there he would probably come here or maybe decide to visit Dubai or something and then come here I don't know and remember that this this public gathering um, which Mariam is, ga- is gathering today um, right near where I live at Toker um, that is, um, that farce of a gathering is basically, again, you know, sort of like a pre-welcoming uh, gathering, you know, in a great expectancy for her dad, you know, it was like a, a ceremony before his arrival sort of a thing, stupid, highly ridiculous. Uh, and, you know, um, <laughs> on the other hand, we have, um, we have also this weird uh, uh, thing that's going on is that, you know, another PTI um, um, core member is, I think, um, in made to disappear forcefully. So, yeah, these are, you know, some of the fears that they are trying to pretend that they do not have, you know, they're trying to overcome um, the, um, I mean, you know, the this this public gathering which they're also trying to you know spread the rumor that this is actually a workers meeting because as i said if it fails they'll just neatly call it a workers meeting they've put um you know lesser chairs than they are claiming as always you know they'll exaggerate the number of chairs and tables that they've set up um you know um so these uh, on one side you know actually they're blocking the roads and they're doing everything possible to stop PTI supporters and voters from gathering you know and they're trying not they're basically they're not even allowing PTI to do a public gathering which is their right as a political party on the other side they're doing everything to facilitate their own gatherings but nobody's turning in Um, and then you know there's also um, you know, uh, because as I said, remember, I questioned the good faith of the establishment when they were trying to force Imran Khan to make a deal. Um, and as we can see, there is no real good faith by the army or the establishment. They did indeed stop halfway through um, the ladies that were released. Some of them were again uh, illegally detained, um, you know, uh, Alia is still detained. 
um, Sanam Javed is still detained, Khatija is still detained. Um, now, Sadaqat Abbasi, who they, you know, um, released um, at, you know, forcing him to uh, do an interview, um, you know, at gunpoint. But because that interview could not be aired, it could not be broadcast, because Dawn refused to broadcast it. Obviously, as I said, because it I, uh, it may talk about ethics and this and that, but the truth is Dawn probably feared backlash, um, you know. And also, uh, I think Dawn uh, realized that un, uh, that Kamran Shahid is actually quite a popular um, anchor, um, you know, and yet he faced heavy, heavy criticism by the people and his reputation has gone down the drain because of the interview that he did with Usman Dar. So um, their own journalist, Dawn's own journalist, is, as I said, he's that two-faced um, Adil Shabazz, who nobody even likes because he does not have a good reputation as a journalist. He's known as one of those Lifafa journalists who are not, you know, actual journalists per se, but they're, you know, mouthpieces of certain government agencies or governments. And, you know, the fact that he was doing the interview uh, of um, Sadaqat Abbasi, and also there are rumors, there are inside stories and rumors that he actually had the nerve um, to be abusive towards Sadaqat Abbasi for no reason whatsoever. Um, so he was, you know, he thought that he would do this and he would gain more favors from the establishment of the army. I don't know. I don't know who he was trying to please and whose ass he was trying to lick, um, but he overdid it. He, yeah, he went overboard. Um, and he got abusive towards Sadaqat Abbasi and the whole thing, you know, just again, um, it went south at the end because um, Don, whose employee he is, <laughs> refused to air that interview. And now because that interview is no longer, um, you know, it's no longer possible um, because, you know, that has flopped that whole scenario has flopped. So there are fears that Sadaqat Abbasi is probably again uh, kidnapped by the intelligence agencies uh, because people do not seem to be able to find him again. Um, they can't find his family members, as in nobody can contact, nobody can make contact with his family members and nobody can make contact with him. Um, so there are fears that he is once again um, you know, he has been kidnapped by the intelligence agencies again because he did not make any statement um, against Imran Khan and, you know, he kind of stood his ground and because their plan flopped. So there is that fear now. Um, so, yeah, these are all the ridiculous incidents as we can see going on um, all over the world and Pakistan. And that shows, that shows um, you know, what we can expect in the near future. Um, I mean, America has worked really hard to, um, you know, to ensure another world war, uh, thinking that, you know, that will help Amer them, you know, it will help them gain uh, more power. But I'm sorry, but this world war, although instigated and initiated and, you know, um, sort of, you know, brought to this point by America through the decades, um, it's going to be, it's going to prove to be America's own doom. Yeah, America's courting its own doom. It's courting its own dem demise. And so is this NATO allies. So America and Europe are going to actually go through, I, I, I can predict it very easily, 
they're going to go through huge crisis. Um, they're going to suffer the consequences of this war. If this war, if and when this war becomes a full-fledged world war, which is what America has, is aiming for, um, yeah, this is going to backfire very badly on America and its allies, very, very badly. So with this, I'm signing out. Khuda Hafiz.